When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, if you're enjoying this podcast and want to help us out, we are on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash 7lamb. That's the number 7, L-A-M-B. You can donate as little as a dollar a month and it all goes to helping us create this wonderful content. We also have multiple tiers to choose from with tons of bonus content like scripts, extra podcasts, bloopers, talks with the cast, early releases, and bonus episodes of your favorite shows. Once again, that's patreon.com slash 7lamb, the number 7-L-A-M-B. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue B Case 3 The Gold Hawk Part 12 Roger Thornhill It's about time, Big Jimbo. About time? I said midnight, and it's midnight. Yeah, but the captain's always early, and the chief of police is even earlier than that. So they're here? Yeah, come on. I look back at Lauren and Dick. I nodded and we entered. We followed Arthur down a dimly lit hallway. We were in a closed office building located across the street from the KHPD. We'd set up a meeting with both Captain Hiltz and the chief of police. As I passed the window, I caught a glimpse of the heavy snowfall. We'd just beat it. In here. We entered a small conference room to see Captain Hiltz and the chief of police, Tracy Mills. Well, 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 look what the little Little kitty kitty cat dragged in. Have I said that before? Yes, when you arrested me. The first time. You must be Locke. You must be Mills. That's chief of police, Tracy Mills. Not to be confused with Brad Pitt. How would you be confused with Brad Pitt? The names aren't even similar. I didn't mean by name. You don't look like Brad Pitt either. I didn't mean by looks. I meant by perseverance and ingenuity. People confuse you with Brad Pitt because you persevere? And I ingenue like him too. You what? Maybe I should introduce myself. I'm Lauren Wright, and I used to work for the CIA. And this is Dick Matheson. He currently works for the CIA and is in charge of this investigation. How come you're rolling in a computer chair? I don't have my wheelchair, and this is all we could find on short notice. I like your ingenuity. Reminds me of Brad Pitt and myself. Thank you. Let's get to it since we're all here. Please, everyone take a seat. I guess you don't have to, Dick, since you're already in a chair. But scoot closer if you will. We all took a seat at the round table except Dick. He rolled up by grabbing onto the back of Lauren's coat. So, Dick, since you're the head of operations, care to fill me in? Apparently, everything needs to be hush-hush. You're well aware of the shootout today. Yes, a nasty occurrence. 
Captain Hiltz took care of it by sending his best to the scene. But then, Arthur Phelps here told us that the CIA was involved and everything needed to remain as is until we talked to someone else from Langley. Yes, I phoned them as well. The man in the wheelchair? In the house? That was your wheelchair? And my man. His name was Simon. Simon and Byman were working for me as we kept an eye on Antergard, along with all the criminal organizations now in the area. Sorry, Simon and Byman? It's a long story. Is it really? No, not really, but it's not important right now. Well, that's fine. We can move on, but I'd really like to circle back to this Byman fellow later on. It's such a strange name. I'm very curious. Mr. Mills, these high-profile organizations are sending their people here to Kenneth Heights. The most notorious of the bunch is Smush. Smush? The terrorist organization? That's correct. They made us, so we had to change tactics. I talked to my superiors in Langley, and they believed that us pretending to be dead may be a best-case scenario. Wouldn't the best-case scenario be to not be outed? <sighs> Arthur, he means the best-case scenario at this time. I think it's the best-case scenario at any time. Just to let you know, forensics already went through. I'm sure files could be altered. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we can cross some T's and dot some I's and maybe even put a couple curls at the bottom of the lowercase L's. We need to find someone who fits Mr. Locke's and Mrs. Wright's body type, though. That's if we're going to falsify records. <sighs> Captain, think we can find a couple unclaimed dead bodies? I'm sure we could dig some up. And you could handle that, right, Captain? Sure. Arthur, you got that? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jimbo, can you do it? <sighs> no, I don't work here, and I'm supposed to be dead. Fine, I'll do it. Phelps, you were first at the scene, is that right? First at the scene? I made that fucking scene. Me and Big Jimbo, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> right, Jimbo? We were like Rambo and Rambo's friend. Rambo didn't have a friend. Richard Crenna was Rambo's friend. Fine, then you're Richard Crenna. I'll be Richard Crenna. I don't give a shit. Yes, that's another thing. Locke, Phelps here tells me you two, how did he word it? Shot the shit out of some pussy-ass bitches. We had to. They charged the house. I may have worded it differently, though. Mm, these weapons in the house? Property of the CIA. Can never be too careful. I don't like the fact that the CIA is turning my beautiful town into a war zone. Beautiful town? This is Kenneth Heights. Two homeless people just knifed each other outside while we were waiting for Arthur to get the door. Yes, well of course this town has some rough spots, but to have a gigantic shootout during the day, I mean, shouldn't the feds be down here too? The CIA is involved because there are highly valuable secrets about to be auctioned off in the guise of a poker game. The secrets are in the guys at the poker game? Guys. G-U-I-S-E. <laughs> well, why didn't he say it like that? So we wipe you three off the map. How much time would you need? The poker game is a Saturday before Christmas. Give us till then to sort this all out. And what does the KHPD get in return? Dragging this city through the dirt with your large suitouts. We need someone to take the blame for yesterday. Especially if we have to give the pressure names among the deceased. We need the public to rest easy. We can help you out there. We know who can take the blame. Who? I knew exactly what Dick had in mind. Yeah, what do you want? Jerry Flynn, you're under arrest. For what? 
burglary, tax evasion, embezzlement, murder, and I'm pretty sure we have footage of you kicking a puppy, you sick fuck. This is outrageous. You have the right to remain silent, so do it, you piece of shit. Now get in the car. Hey, hey! I sat in a car across the street watching Arthur arrest Jerry Flynn of the Mantis Mugs. Lauren was with me, holding up a pair of tiny binoculars. They got him. Will that stuff stick? Dick says his informant has enough info on Flynn to make it work. The problem is, this is gonna rattle the organization. I have to get in there, though. And you will. Let's head back to the motel and see what Dick has planned. All of us were staying at a cheap motel on the south side. When we entered the dirty and cluttered room, we saw Dick wheel himself over on his computer chair using a broom to push himself. God damn it, it's hard to get around. We need to get you another wheelchair. Can we just get mine back now that the captain and chief of police are privy? Did you say pretty? I said privy. Oh, okay. Though you said pretty. I don't think we'll be able to get your chair back. It's evidence now. Fine. I'll just push myself around with this damn broom like some handicapped witch. Dick, they arrested Flynn. Good. My informant should be here tomorrow morning. He's coming here? We need him. He's the one who's going to get Locke into the Canadian underworld. But I'm supposed to be dead. And you are. Dick turned in his chair and pushed himself to the corner table where two monitors with bullet holes sat hooked up to a PC tower. It was all that survived the barrage the other day. All the other computer equipment and weapons were on the other side of the room in a pile. Oh, shit. I turned around to see Lauren sit on the bed. She'd turned on the news and now her eyes were fixated on the screen. They announced it. All three of our pictures were up on the screen. Deceased, a CIA agent, a private investigator, and the wife of a coat salesman. Hey, they didn't even put that I was ex-CIA. Turn it up. Police have arrested a man by the name of Jerry Flynn in association with a shootout on Coral Avenue. Flynn has ties to the organization known as the Mantis Mugs, a Canadian terrorist organization that has consistently been at the forefront of many crimes across Canada and the northern United States, namely in the moose and syrup trades. The Mantis Mugs are also suspected of tampering with multiple professional hockey games, as well as curling competitions in the early 2000s. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Captain Hiltz is about to make a statement. Multiple murder counts, 
along with embezzlement, tax evasion, and several other indictments. The CIA was investigating an organization, and we believe this is why there was a shootout. With the men involved in the shootout employed by Mr. Finn. I'm not done with my statement! Will you stop interrupting? And wait until I am... Oh, wait, yeah. Never mind. I am done. Go ahead with your question. With the men involved in the shootout employed by Mr. Charged in Kenneth Heights? Why is the CIA investigating Flynn? Does the public the have to worry about it. this happening How again? How are we going to find out for this? Who are you wearing? What's going on? Is it true if you put half an avocado in a glass of orange juice overnight, you won't get cancer? Uh, enough questions. I'm out of time. Wait, what about the avocado stuff? I saw it in a meme, Captain. Captain? I saw it in a meme. Okay, turn it off. Well, that's that. We're officially dead. Time to get back to work. What's a meme? Really? Honey Bunches, where are you? I have urgent news. What is it, Joey? Look, did you see the paper? I don't read the paper. But look, look, honey. Give me that. Oh my God, Mr. J is dead? He's fucking dead? And so is his she-devil wife. They died during a shootout. It was a total bloodbath. No! It's okay, honey bunches of oats. I know you liked Mr. Locke, but remember, he died doing what he loved. Solving cases? Getting shot? He didn't love getting shot, you fucking idiot! He did it enough. I can't fucking believe it. What's gonna fucking happen now? What the hell do we do? Listen, baby cakes, Mr. Locke made me an honorary P.I. No, he didn't. And he said I was a good one at that. Remember that time I found your lunch? It took you all fucking day. But I still found it. So that's something. Also, I found Simon. He was standing right here. I'm that good. What the hell are you saying, Joey? I'm going to take over his P.I. business. You can't do that. That's not how this works, you dumbass. Someone has to take over. It might as well be me. <clears throat> Now, I'm going to go sit at his desk and prop my feet up. Bring me a coffee. Ow! Why'd you slap me? Don't ever demand anything of me, Joey. Joey ever knuckle. I'm sorry. I was just getting in the mood. Gosh. Just go in the office. I'll bring you a coffee in a minute. But if you ever talk to me like that again, I'll nail your damn tongue to the table. That seems fair. But what are you going to do right now? Cry. Okay. Uh, I like two cream. Thanks. Mr. J. It had been four hours, and I was still waiting for my luggage in the goddamn airport. I'd made it to Pennsylvania early this morning, and yet they still didn't have my luggage. I was getting mad. Seven other flights had come and gone, and everybody else got their luggage. Hey, you! You work here! Well, why are you, sir? 
I do. That seems to be the problem. Well, this is where I was told to pick up my luggage for my 9 a.m. flight, but I didn't get it. Hmm. Where did you fly from? Kenneth Heights, Illinois. Hmm. Everybody else got their luggage. Right. You've waited here over four hours. That's right. Did you ask anyone else for help? Yeah, 14 times. And what did they say? They couldn't find my luggage. Was it lost? They said they found no record of it ever existing. Then may I be so bold as to predict? I will allow you to be so bold. Maybe, sir, maybe you don't have any luggage? Oh, shit, you're right. I don't. I forgot. (laughs) I just had a carry-on. Okay, bye now. I walked out to the pickup area. I was about to call an Uber when I noticed the cat bitch was calling. What do you want? Shut up, Tubby, and listen. Hey! Mr. J is dead! Who the fuck is Mr. J? Is he on Sesame Street? No, you fucking loser! Wait, he's not... He's he's not between I and K? No! He's Mr. J! Mr. James Locke! Your friend, dumbass! Jimmy Jong? Yes, you stupid idiot! No, put, put him on the phone. I want to talk to him. You can't, dumbass. He's dead. Check the newspaper. I rushed over to a stand and flipped through. I'm not seeing anything. Are you looking at the Kenneth Heights Gazette? No, I'm reading the Harrisburg Times. Harrisburg? Where the hell are you? I think I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, but I can't remember. I had to wait for my luggage four hours. Why the hell are you in Pennsylvania for? Oh, shit. I forgot that, too. Oh, no, wait, I remember my girlfriend who I have sex with is here, and she's sad. I'm going to help her be not sad. You're an idiot. I'm not. Now, put Jimmy Jong on the phone. I want to talk to him. He's dead, you fucking moron. Hey, hey, did you hang up on me? I don't know what that stupid cat bitch was talking about, but I would make sure to tell Jimmy Jong that she's annoying when I get home. Now time to find Bethany, because she was sad and I wanted pie. Coming! Dick, I'll get it. I got it. I got it. You sure? I got it. See? Yeah, but I was right next to the door. It's open. You needed me, and now I'm here. May I enter? Yes, Jacob. Come in. Jacob was a tall, mustached man with a pale face and sunken eyes. He wore a padded coat, gray gloves, and trousers. Quite the mess. Heard you were dead, Dick. And you, Lauren. And I'm assuming you. You're locked? That's right. Not anymore. Here are your papers. Papers? New ID, passport, background information. From now on, out there, you'll be known as Roger Thornhill. Oh, come on. Cary Grant? That's his character's name in North by Northwest. Oh, good. We got a cinephile on our hands. You're right. That was his name. You have a problem with that? Why does everyone have to have a Grant alias? Not everyone, but most. You have something against Cary Grant? Not at all. Seems like you do. Well, I don't. Then it's weird you bring it up. It's weird to ask a question? It is at this time. Well, sorry, not sorry. There it is. 
That's what I wanted. What? An apology. For what? If you're gonna be Canadian, you may as well start acting like one. Quick, uh, top five hockey players. Uh, Wayne and, uh, Gretzky. You trying to say two different names because, well, that's the same person, eh? I don't watch hockey. That's gonna be a problem. Hates hockey, hates Cary Grant, jeez. Hate anything else? Hey, if I'm so ill-suited to be a ringer, maybe you guys can find someone else. No! James, we need you. Donald needs you. Although... Lauren wiped her eyes, trying to fight back tears. What is it, Lauren? <sighs> Lauren? No she-devil. You earned it, kid. I'm worried that now that I'm dead, Donald may not... Don't. Don't think like that. But what if they kill him? Listen, Smush knows what they're doing. Le Chef won't kill Donald. Not until after the poker game. They know that the CIA will still be involved to some extent. They'll need him for leverage. But the CIA doesn't negotiate with terrorists. No. But I will. Easy there, Lauren. He'll be okay. I tried putting my arms around her, but she pulled away and sat on the bed. Locke, we have work to do. Sorry. At least you got that down. You ready for training? <sighs> Let's do this. Atlas Avenue Beat. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Isa Yazdezade. Starring Jack Austin as Locke. Amy LeRae as Edith. James Sweezy as Paul. Brian Messick as Arthur. Robert M. Lamb as Joey. Corey Pettit as Lauren. Aiden Diamond as Simon. Contendo as Byman. Mike Lenhart as Curator. John Harrow as Dick. Brett Wilkins as Donald. And Mallory Presley as Bethany. Co-starring Mitchell Beck, Evelyn, Seth York, Crystal Hall, James Brown, Cody Meadows, Louis Ferrant, Caitlin Spring, Dennis Caldwell, Amber Simpson, Sean Sullivan, Hope Ennis, Melanie Kissel, and Luke Hurt. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7 Podcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7 Podcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production.